You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me are my good friends, Petra Burke and Kate Abbott. How do? And this podcast, we're going to talk about Christmas presents for your dog, or for your dog and you. I think it is safe to say all three of us are big big believers in giving our dogs gifts. I mean, we do that often. I like to wrap up a present or two under the tree for my dogs to open and teaching them to tear the wrapping paper is great fun. As long as I supervise and they don't open the wrong presents. (laughs) So uh, we've done some research and found a number of things that look intriguing or things that we've tried and like with our dogs or are new or are given really high reviews on Amazon. So we went to a variety of different sources to find these things. So, Kate, what's first on the list? Well, it is the time of year to be looking at gifts for your own dogs and others. A big favorite on Amazon, and one that I have heard people like a lot anyway, is the Starmark Bob A Lot interactive dog toy. So it kind of looks like a canteen, but also just a, a round plastic bottle with a top on it. A weeples wobble, but don't fall down. There you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like. And you can put food in it. And uh, what's one of the nice things about it is it's a little harder than just the food goes in the top and it has to go through one section before it gets down to the second section where the holes are that it can fall out. Okay. So it's a little harder to do, and apparently you can adjust that level of difficulty by the size of the holes between the top level and the bottom level. Oh, okay. So you've got a puppy that you're trying to introduce to food dispensing toys. You can make it easy. Right. And if you've got an older dog who's more expert at it, you can make it more difficult. Right. More delayed gratification. Yeah. Well, have to work harder at it. Yeah. Still, I think it said it holds, what, three cups kibble? Three cups of kibble, max. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you three cups. That's that's a pretty good. That's for the large. Yeah, large. Oh, large bottom. Well, large bottom chamber fits up to three cups. Ah, okay. So this would be a good a good food dispensing toy for putting your dog's kibble breakfast in when you need to leave for work. I probably still wouldn't leave it alone with them. No. Does it have pieces? Like well, it looks like they might be able to chew the top off. Oh, okay. But for lightly supervised watching while you're having your coffee and breakfast and they're having theirs. Okay. It looks like I, uh, I don't know. If for others, for any of our listeners that have used it, let us know. Have you left it alone with your puppy dog? Yeah. Well, Star Mark Bobalot Interactive Dog Toy. Yeah. Huh. So oh. it's it's not a new toy out there, but it's got a lot of positives, and I, and I personally heard people talk about it. Okay. As a good toy. 
Definitely. Cool. Okay. And those of you that have listened to our podcast in the past know that we love the dog brain games anyway. Oh, yeah. The Nina Otteson and the Kaijin and a number of them, big fans. It's so much so that we talk about them in our puppy classes, in our basic classes. And I didn't do all the research on um, who's who, but Trixie, Trixie Dog Pet Products, Tix, Trixie Pet Products. Uh, I started noticing their name a year or two ago, and I thought they had some innovative designs in the brain games. Okay. And then some of them I was looking at were in conjunction with Nina Otteson. Okay. So I, I've always I give her credit for getting this thing started and ramping it up into high gear. Right. So the Trixie dog toys in general, I've looked at them. I've only tried one or two on my dogs, and, and uh, oh, they're innovative and cool. Not as heavy duty as... Yeah, I was going to say, what about the durability of them? Not as heavy duty as the mm-hmm. Nina Otteson and the Company of Dogs, really, really sturdy ones. Mm-hmm. But sturdy, still sturdy. And I know a couple of the reviews I looked at said people with Golden Retrievers and German Shepherds were using this one happily. What intrigued me about this one was it had good reviews and... It has different levels of difficulty. Oh, well, that's good. So they call it the chess, the chess game, from their own description. The first one is easy enough. The dog just lifts the cones out of the board game to show the treat. But the cones must come straight up. They can't just be knocked over. And then on level two, they have they can move sliders around. Okay. To get the that's a big increase. leap for some dogs, going from the cone to the slider. And then level three of difficulty, you can stack on a second row of sliders that must be moved in the opposite direction from the first level. Whoa. In order to get to it. (laughs) And then level four, you go back to those cones, and you put the cones between the sliders. So first they have to get the cones out, and then they can do the sliders. I hope I, I hope I don't have to do that. Right. Well, it might be a good diet. I might give up before. So I don't know if it's on sale or not, but it's twenty bucks, which is very reasonable for a brain game, and it does have a one-year warranty if uh, your dog manages to trash it. Yeah. But again, any of the brain games don't leave with them. Right. I do like the idea of additional levels because some of the brain games that are rated easy, my dogs at least, now and in the past, master the easy ones very quickly. Yeah. And then the game is, okay, now what do I do with it? Because they solve it in seconds. So having a game that you can change the levels and make it increasingly more difficult is a great idea. There was one I didn't. I'm not going to mention the name because it did not get good reviews. It had a good idea. Um, You could buy different boards and keep adding them. that They would join together so that you could make a bigger and bigger puzzle game out of it. But the reviews were that it was pretty flimsy and would break easy. So good idea, but apparently they haven't yet got it in production right. Okay. But I do love it. And a lot of the Nina Audisons do have levels of complexity. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ones that Walter Lakes, I think its name is the casino. It's a drawer that you have to open. Mm-hmm. So they can do just the drawer. Or you can add pegs to the top that lock the drawers mm-hmm. until they pull the pegs out. So a lot of them do have that, but this one was really four different levels of it. Mm, and that was pretty good. Good. I like that. Good. So okay. I think 
any dog and any owner of a dog would like a brain game of some sort. Mm -hmm. Okay, what next? Things that you could possibly leave with your puppy dog. The Kong is... A huge company. Yeah, it's been around forever as the leave it with a dog toy. And I would love to be a member of their research department. (laughs) Being a member of the research department and trying to figure out new toys, because they've got lots of them. Uh, Their display area in the pet supply stores is huge. Well, there's the size of the cog, and then there's the rubber chewability. Some of softer for puppies and... And harder for tough chewers. And, yeah, power right. chewers all the right. way down. Mm-hmm. One that floats. The blue and white one floats. And then other types of toys. They've got a variety of toys now. And you, I talked to so many people. Well, a woman called the other day, said for the first time ever, she's got a dog that's got her baffled. And uh, turns out to be a great name. Year and a half old. She's only owned it three months. And they went off on Thanksgiving thinking they had a house sitter that would stay with the dog all the time and didn't so she called to say the dog had eaten her new leather couch (gasps) (laughs) so i asked oops amongst after talking about let's get him into training let's use up some brain power find some activity so that your couch is not as appealing limiting freedom limiting freedom although she wasn't sure she had enough room in her living room for a crate of that size well, you take an end table out and you put it in there yeah. for a while. Yeah. You know, you can find room. At the cost of a leather <clears throat> sofa, you can yeah. find room. I did bring up cost <laughs> of a leather sofa a couple of times. Yeah. So I asked if uh, she had a Kong for her. I said, how do you feed your puppy dog? Put it in the bowl, put it down. Great. How long does it take? 30 seconds. Okay, let's do something with that time and that activity. Do you have a Kong for your dog? Oh, yeah, he throws it around. Do you ever stuff it? Stuff it? (laughs) So, you know, the toy has been around forever, but the idea of stuffing it, using it, And that's so odd because it's been promoted for, I mean, dog magazines, online, on on the tags that come with the toys, and the display in the pet supply stores have stuff that you can stuff it with. So people aren't paying attention. Go to the company's website. They got tons of ideas. You can stuff it. You can freeze it. You can do this and that. And they used to have, I don't know if they still do, they used to even have a Kong dispenser. So you could set up some Kongs pre-filled, put them in this device, and it would pop one out whenever you set the timer for every two hours, every three hours, (laughs) to keep the dog busy while you're gone. All right, then. And I, I admitted I Kong didn't know. Kong was a lifesaver raising a puppy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have three or four of them. And I admitted, I said, I don't even know if they still make that device or how much it is. But, heck, you know, you slip a neighborhood teenager five bucks to come over in the middle of the day and give your dog a new one to keep <laughs> Cheaper than a leather couch. Cheaper <laughs> than a leather couch. But one of the, uh, on a list of many, there are many dog lists out there because... People like to make lists of things that they like. But anyway. One or of the, hate. Or hate. This was on uh, several lists as a wonderful toy. And it's made by Kong. But this is a soft toy. Semi-stuffed. not And squeaky. And So it's a squeaky toy made by Kong. It's called the Cozy Kong Cozy Dog Squeaky Toy. Okay. And apparently they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different animals. <laughs> I happen to have printed up Marvin the Moose. 
but it looks like they've got. So I guess my know, question would be: Is he sound like a moose, or is he sound bear? Like a yeah. Like is a, that after a while, they squeak, squeak around the house? <laughs> a bear and an anteater and all sorts of things. Uh, well, and along those lines, if the squeaking drives you crazy, there are squeaker toys out there where the squeaker is pitched so that only your dog can hear it and not you. Ah. To you, it sounds like a silent. But to the puppy dog, yeah, yeah, make it squeak again. So you can look for those. So the majority of people said this was a pretty heavy duty, even though it's a soft toy. There were a few that said, yes, their dog destroyed it, but not many. Most of the people well, really liked it. And that's 7,437 reviews. Wow. Well, the Kong company description of it says that it's got an extra layer of materials to make them extra tough. Ah. And that they have minimal filling so that if the dog does chew it up, there's less mess. Less mess. <laughs> Which, um, having picked up after my puppy today, I can go with that. Also, it comes in two different sizes, small and medium. So the medium one is 10 inches by 9 inches. So that's a fairly good-sized yeah. toy. They do say the, the feature of the toy is noise-making. Noise-making. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if your dog is a dedicated chewer, I'd probably go with the regular Kong hard rubber toy. To but, be left uh, with them. To be left with them. But if your dog likes softer toys, plush toys, this might be one. And then there's an, you know a few old favorites. I still love the Holy Roller, which is a a ball that is just lattice work. Has nothing. Yeah. It's open on the inside. And then I roll up treats in pieces of fleece or cut up t-shirts or something. And I let my puppy dog, who loves to disembowel stuffed toys, and I hate finding that white polyester all over oh, the, the place. Oh, for the place, yeah. It's yep. not only a pain to pick up, but I always worry how much did he swallow. Mm-hmm. But he loves to pull things out. So I go ahead and make him one that he can do it, and then I just let him do it under my observation. So I will say I had to take the Holy Roller away from Hero today. Ah, He chewed a piece of rubber off it, uh, and I went, oh, no, yep. nope, nope. Yep, no. He did spit it out. He didn't swallow it because he was right in front of me. And I was supervising the play and noticed he got very quiet, uh, which is when you have a puppy, that is uh, the cue. Eager, and eager. and uh, then it was patooey and there was a half inch piece of red rubber off the holy roller. And it was like, oh, darn, that's such a good toy for you. Yeah. So it's going away for a little while. A lot of dogs or people and their dogs like the squirrel in a tree. So oh, there'll be several right. stuffed animals inside, in the, or in a tree, or in a right. box, or in a ball, and they have to pull them out. But there's only three or four, and that's just not enough for Walter. No. That just didn't no. do it. So by making my own stuffed toy, I could give him 20, 25. The toys that I liked when Bashir and Cisco were puppies... And that Bones didn't care too much about, but he's playing with it now because Hero is, are the toys that are made from fire hose. Oh, yeah. They're the canvas fire hose. And I I think what they're doing is they're taking the worn out fireman's fire hose. Mm -hmm. And they're stuffed minimally, Mm -hmm. but they are tough. I have one tug toy that's left over from when Bashir was a puppy. So that makes it 13... 12 or 13 years old, 
and it's gone through several puppies, and now Hero's playing with it, and he loves it. It's tough, that fire canvas material, so Hero now is just about through with teething, but he'd squish it and chew and chew and chew. It's got one end that's, corner of one end that's a little bit frayed, but to be that old and through that many puppies, that's awesome. But besides making them as a tug, they also make them in a big ring, a circle, and uh, a couple other shapes. And for chewing puppies, or dogs that like to chew, they they are are almost indestructible. I won't say they are, because I'm sure some dogs can chew them up, but they're almost indestructible. So I really like those. You guys laugh at me at how I'm a junk collector and a maker of stuff, but a friend... What do you have, a fire hose? 20, 20 years ago or so, um, a friend's husband and I were, we were kindred spirits, he and I. He had actually bought an entire roll of fire hose oh, no. at some auctions. Well, a auction regular sewing machine can't handle that. So. I have no idea how he did it, but when he brought it home, his wife was telling me, I have no idea. Why did he get that? But he made dog toys. Okay. And they had Queensland healers at the time. Oh, well, they're tough. Oh, tough dogs. <laughs> yeah. And he was making those toys right and left. Actually, he probably had access to an industrial sewer at the college. Yeah, because a regular sewing machine can't handle that. Yeah, yeah. And he was oh, he was so proud. And that was years before they started showing up in the pet stores. Yeah, he was very sad when he got to the end of the rule. All right. Well, we need to take a break for our sponsors. So hold on. We've got a lot more to talk about when we get back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, more to be exact. Put a puppy under the Christmas tree. Wait, you read it, not feed it. It's the dog with the opposable thumb, an accidental love story. The fun new book by award-winning author Mark Barkowitz. When an accidentally DNA-altered puppy is born with a thumb, his lovelorn grad student caretaker devises a strategy to achieve their Kardashian-like fame and fortune. It's funny, intelligent, and incredibly unique. And 20% of book sales benefit the Pasadena Humane Society and SPCA. The Dog with the Opposable Thumb is available now through Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and MarkBark.org. Thumbs up to a howling fun book for the holidays. The Dog with the Opposable Thumb. Order yours now. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com He was malnourished and emaciated. Constant scratching and just being unpleasant. He was shedding excessively. He was losing his fur. Franklin was rescued from the streets of Los Angeles. Bear was a rescue from the same shelter in Kansas City, Missouri that I got J.J. the Terrier. I found his raw meat diet, which is raw meat, eggs, rice, and Dinovite and Licko Chops. His omega-3 supplement on Dinovite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
I've got my ground beef, the Dynavite, and I just mix it all together with the eggs and the shells. Franklin, he's thriving. His coat is soft and shiny. He's shedding much less. They're much happier. Their coats are better. Their behavior, especially their behavior, is better. How do you feed your shelter dog to derive a great attitude? Start that little pet off right. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Just go to Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Wishing you the happiest of holidays from our family to yours. Your official holiday station. Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika, and this week's co hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. This is your host, Liz Palaika, with my good friends, Petra Burke and Kate Abbott. One other thing that I'd like to promote that would be good for your dog stalking if you'd like it, and I know it's a favorite with Petra and I, with our dog. We're not big on rawhide because rawhide can cause a lot of problems with a lot of dogs. If your dog um, swallows a chunk of it, it can cause an obstruction. It doesn't always digest well. But I like the beef cheeks. Uh-huh. They are a little bit softer than the regular rawhides, so the teasing puppy is more apt to chew-chew-chew, gum-gum-gum, rather than get chunks off. And I do think that they're a little more attracted to it. Yeah, yeah. And they, they smell too. better. And they smell better. But they come either in a flat piece or the ones that we got. We just went for uh, Thanksgiving for a few days away. And with six dogs, two of which were puppies, in the RV, and then in hotel rooms, I wanted stuff for them to chew on. So as it turns out, Petra and I both brought some, (laughs) and these were rolled, so rolled beef cheeks. Ah. Did they they smell like vanilla? Yes. Well, not as much as as some of the others, but they they have a much more pleasant smell than some others. Yeah, I don't know where that... Or that one we found one time that did smell like vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. But no, these are actually, they're bigger pieces because they're rolled. So they're not. I wonder if those were treated to smell like vanilla. Yeah, I don't know. Or the they cows grazed on it. They were delightful. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were great. Vanilla flavored grass. Yeah. But when the puppies started to get bored in the RV or in the hotel room, we stuck one of these there and, and then, and no issues with puppies getting chunks of it or anything like that so it worked out very well yeah so from the uh from the natural to the uh, electronic the iFetch has been around for a little bit it's not a new toy it's an automatic ball launcher oh this has been going around online on social media has it? quite a bit there's a couple of videos i think there's one with a dachshund and one with another breed of dog playing with this toy. And it, it looks fascinating. The dogs are having a blast. Yeah. You do have to teach your puppy dog to drop the ball into the, the area. The receptacle. Receptacle. So. And then it spits it back out. And apparently you can adjust height and throw and all the above. Um, it is a little pricey. Just under 200 I believe. So, interestingly enough, they've come out with a non-electronic version. Which... Is really not 
much more than, but it's plastic and you, you teach your puppy dog to drop it in the top and then it's like a game of roulette. You don't, The dog doesn't know which hole at the bottom it's going to come rolling out of. But it doesn't toss it. It's just, it got, the, it. just got the momentum of, of rolling out. Yeah, right. Oh, it so it's top. not even battery operated. It's mm -hmm. just they place it in Gravity. there. Gravity. Right. I, I think for small dogs, house dogs, that would work. And, you yeah. know, that one's 40 bucks. And it comes in a small and a medium, so that's yeah for a house dog. Yeah, if you if work. you no. put it in with your Pomeranians during exactly. the day while you're at work. Yeah, I can't see it yeah. keeping a a big active dog Not or yet. even a medium active dog mm -hmm. happy, but it's, the Poms would probably get a kick mm -hmm. out of it. Yeah, yeah, and it, it it comes with these mini one and a half inch diameter. Oh, yeah, that'd be, so that's yeah, that's Pomeranian. Oh, and there's even storage place for the balls in oh, the bottom. <laughs> Carry them with you. So I just thought that was a cute idea. But I mean, yeah, it's a great idea if you're if you live in an apartment, sure, mm -hmm. condo, something doesn't even really have a yard. I mean, there you go. And they had videos of happy dogs like I dropped it in. Where is it coming out? Oh my gosh! Yeah. And then you know, slightly yeah. bounding, slightly bound. Not not quite as crazy as the electronic version, but still, dogs look like they were having fun. Now, in the electronic to go into technology. Talking about of technology. The future. So you've had a pet you've had a camera in I've your house. I've got well there's security cameras, but I use them to keep an eye on, on my dogs when I'm not home or the cats. Or when I was fostering kittens, I'd put one outside of the kittens enclosure. It started when I had a neighbor who was basically a dog hater and she was complaining that my dogs were barking. Which I didn't argue with her. I've, at that point, I had three herding dogs, and when they were playing, they would bark. But I wanted to know exactly how much they were barking and when they were barking. So I got portable security cameras, battery-operated, uh, wireless, that I could place basically anywhere, and I could change the, their location so that when I left and the dogs were in the yard, I would put one at the window in the side yard, one at the window in the backyard, and I could see them from my phone or from my tablet or my computer and see exactly what they were doing and most importantly hear what they were doing and son of gun turned out my dogs weren't barking much at all because when I left they tend to just lay down and nap and wait for me to come home but one day when I came home and she started yelling at me I brought out my phone and said okay let's look through here what time did you say they were barking well gee here look they're sleeping oh they were barking a little bit later. Okay, let's go through. They're sleeping. And I was able to show her that it wasn't my dogs barking at all. And son of a gun, she never spoke to me again after that. But oh, darn. No, darn. But I love it. Even now that she's moved, having a puppy or any dog, really, it's nice to be able to just take a peek. And when we go to the movies, come out of the movie, I can peek. Up, oh, dogs are sleeping. Okay, all is well. You can go have ice cream. I can go have ice cream. <laughs> I look at it as a little bit of peace of mind. Yeah. I've got four cameras, and they're little hand-sized ones. Run them. Four batteries, lithium-123 batteries. I know what they are because I just bought some. But I can place them anywhere. Wireless. The receiver for it is on my desk. And it just works great. They're wonderful. Well, that idea has been compounded. Uh-huh. So, yeah, there's lots of Wi-Fi nanny cams out there. Right. But for your puppy dog. <laughs> so, uh, let's Interactive. see. Well, this Petsy one. Now, with yours, can you talk to you? You can talk through it. 
Yes, I can talk to them. The voice comes out kind of funny. The dogs pay attention to it, but I don't know that they're sure it's me. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I've got three cameras I'm looking at here, and they all have the ability to talk back to your puppy dog through it and also to dispense treats out of the device, which you probably have to check to see what size and whether you have to use their treats and all the above. Um, and how f- secure is it so the dogs don't trash <laughs> I get it? To see, I get to see my two bigger ones nosing it. Uh-huh. More, more. Or pawing. Right. Pawing, nose it. Yeah, right. I would definitely want to know how secure it is. So the talk back and Great forth. Great day, my grab it. <laughs> and depend, de, 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 dispense treats, that's what, about 170. And then we go up to, what was it, about 225. Again, we have the camera and we have, this one has night vision as well. Mine do, nice. mine do too. Yeah. And so you can talk back and forth. And this one has an alert so that if your dog barks, you get an alert. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's nice. And again, it dispenses the treats. And then we go up to the Cadillac version. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the Pet Chats. That's C-H-A-T-Z. It's currently retailing on Amazon for six thirty-six. Wow. Oh, okay. But it has high and low light. It has video. It has stills. You can talk back and forth hear them you can treat them with the treats or you can dispense calming scents oh okay so if you're into so your some lavender oils and whatever <laughs> okay. you can do that it has both the sound and motion alerts let you know if your dog is barking and, or and what's with the dog pawing that is an additional accessory your dog could call you and what did I, I think that's for about $100. It's a little push button doorbell, and then your dog can call you. <laughs> oh, no. And this one has a... Not my house. <laughs> this one has a screen on it, so supposedly your dog can call you and then see you. See you on the camera. I wonder how well they actually and you recognize can talk it. back, and I have no idea. <laughs> I have no uh, idea. Can you imagine, Bones? Mom, mom, uh-huh. mom. Bob, 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 Bob. Oh, <laughs> trying to work when you would use a different scent. <laughs> to... yeah. Lemon, back off, back off, back off. So it's got the video screen built in oh on this one. Gosh. So supposedly your dog can see you, you can see them, you can chat, and he can ring if he has something important to tell you. <laughs> So that's what six thirty six plus a hundred dollars for the doorbell. I'd have and have Keely pushed it, complaining that the other dog. Yeah, no. And since you're now putting out, you know, oh. seven hundred bucks, um, you can also buy for another fifty or sixty a protective cover. Yeah. For the whole thing. <laughs> so that's the pet oh. chats. C H A T Z. I love all of the stuff without them calling treat me. And Thank treat. you. Oh, yes. It's not just a camera. It's a video phone. Video phone. And I think with all of these, you'll need to check your Imagine you, know, you being in a meeting. Excuse me. My dog's calling me. <laughs> no, I can see you talking into your phone. Not now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not now. Don't lay down. And stay. Okay. So showing how old I am, many, many years ago, there was a... In a galaxy far, far, far away. away. Oh. 
Oh, oh, wait. I just, I just did that. Oh, <laughs> America's sweetheart actress, Kesara Sarah. Um, Doris Day. Thank you, Doris Day. <laughs> I think the movie was she called... was She was before my time, but I've heard of You've her. You've heard of her? Okay. <laughs> I think the movie was called <laughs> The Glass Bottom Boat. I think. Anyway, she had a terrier in the movie. And, uh, you know, to get him tired out. Now, we're talking before cell phones, before answering machines and all the above, but her dog would go crazy when her phone rang. So all throughout the movie, she will periodically go to a payphone. Payphone. And put in some coins. <laughs> payphone. And call and then count. One ring, two ring, you know. And you can uh, split screen. You see uh-huh. the dog running around the house going crazy, which is what we don't want them to do these days. But she, but she would, was exercising she her was dog. Exercising her dog. <laughs> exercising her dog. And then she'd hang up because nobody was going to answer. Get her coin back and go on, you know, to the. Some was part of the movie. She was being followed by a guy that thought she was a Russian spy and was uh, using it as code to contact somebody because she would call and count. Oh, how and then funny. hang up and move. Anyway, yeah. Dog. Uh, so That's there have funny. been ways. How do I tie this all together? There have been ways to use technology to train and exercise our dogs for many, many years. <laughs> all right, let's go totally non-technology. If you want to make your dog a gift, how about a snuffle mat? Yep. That's another one that's going around the, going around the, going around the internet, internet, social media. A snuffle mat, and I had never heard of one before until I saw it being shared by some dog owners. And I decided to make one for my dogs, and they have so much fun with it that we're showing it to our classes along with the brain games. Basically what it is is you get a sink mat, you know, the kind that you put in the bottom of your sink so things don't chip and break your sink or get broken themselves, that has a lot of little holes in it. In a grid pattern. In a grid pattern. And then you get a chunk of fleece material, cut it into strips, about six or eight inches long, about an inch wide. And they do not have to be precise. In fact, it works better if they're not because you want a variety of material pieces. You put one end through one hole. You put one end through the adjacent hole. You tie a knot and you just do the whole mat. So you end up with this one side is slick, is smooth where the material's gone in. And the other side where you've knotted it is like a forest of fleece material. You take some treats initially to introduce it, just scatter them across the top, tell your dog to find them. And then as he gets better, you bury the treats in this material, and the whole idea is he has to sniff them out, hence snuffle mat. (laughs) My dogs have a lot of fun with it. I pulled that thing out and their favorite treats, and basically they start drooling. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and it's, it just takes a couple hours to make. I'll sit down in front of the TV with one of the sink mats and, and the material. The longest, hardest is cutting up all the fleece. Oh, yeah. I think it's a very budget-savvy, yeah. fun toy for your dog or make for uh-huh. your friend's dogs. Yeah. And I was yeah. describing it to somebody, and they went, I will never make it. Where do I buy it? And I did find it on Etsy, and they ranged from $30 to $70, depending on how big and wide. And But if you make it yourself, it's like less than 10 bucks. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. 
So and, and ten you bucks make and the colors you wanted. Ten and bucks and two be, hours of your time. And you don't have to be extremely crafty. No, cut strips of fleece cloth, yeah, put it through the holes, and knot it. <laughs> you know, when you have kids, it's also a good little project to teach your kids to do. Sure. You know, and it's a great inter- areas that are snowing. So, what do you do to keep kids occupied inside? It's a great introduction yeah. to nose work type scenting games. Keep human puppies busy at the same time. As yeah, human puppies, puppies busy yeah. when they're done. The four-legged can have fun. Now, on a personal note here, my Walter boy is getting older, and is no longer able to go for on long walks as he used to. Yeah, on our walk last week that was turned out to be, what, about three and a half miles, he was dragging at the end. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, I don't want to just leave him out of everything. I did get him a pet stroller, you know, through (laughs) Craigslist. Which I want to see and take take pictures of. (laughs) Kate Kate pushing a stroller. (laughs) I wouldn't say he was... You know, doing jumping jacks about it at the first, but he's gotten used to it. And for, I think for a busy city walk or something, he actually feels more secure. I would never buy one because Keely would love it. Yeah. 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 Well, besides Walter getting older, we have to add that he's lost total vision in one eye and probably lost some significant vision yeah. in the other. And hearing. And he's hearing. lost a lot of hearing. It makes him nervous in crowds because he no longer can get out of people's feet's way. Right. On the other hand, that also means that if we go for a walk and he can do 75% of it, I'm just pushing the stroller for 75% of the time. And it's you know, empty. And it's, it is kind of bulky. It's, it's not the easiest thing to take. So I was looking for a Christmas present for Walter and I was thinking about... Or a Christmas present for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, it would be for him, because then he could go on longer walks. A backpack, sort of a dog carrier. Now, he's about, we'll say 25 pounds, depending, fluctuates. That'd be exercise for you, too. (laughs) Yeah. And looking at the different kinds, I think the ones that are just like a shoulder bag, I think he's he's too heavy. I would object to that. That would be too big. I think so. The ones where they have their back to your front and their legs face. I think that's embarrassing for the dog. I'm sure some get used to it. Yeah. And I don't like those for kids because they can't see you. Their back is to you. How can you provide any reassurance or anything if they're facing away? They're just exposed. Yeah. Yeah. That way. So then I found some where you put the puppy dog in the backpack and you put them on your back. And so now their their head is around your ears and they, you know. So I've been debating between two of them. One is called the Ruffet Dog Carrier. And the other one is the Canine Sport Sack. They both... <laughs> well... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, maybe one of the forward-facing dog backpack. Ergonomically correct for you and your dog. Is that a... Is that it's a, a yoga, yoga pose. forward-facing dog... Downward facing dog. Oh, okay. Yoga. Okay. And they both came about according to their inventors for that same reason I'm looking at it. You know, they wanted right. to take the dog places and be able to take the dog along. Oh, I could, I could be comfortable see, for you to carry a 25 pound dog. Mm-hmm. I could see this also with a puppy. Yeah. We cut several walks short yeah. when Hero when and Tango younger. were younger. Yeah. And we wanted to get them out for socialization, but they weren't able to do an entire walk yet. Right. Of course, that's a very short period of time. But 
if you had one, already had one in the house. Mm-hmm. So the canine sports sack is about 50 bucks, and it is more of a sack where it comes up to the dog's neck, chin, but it does have two holes in the front for the front legs to stick out. So, so your whole body's in, in the, the sack. bag, except for the head and their front legs. Right. And then the other one, just their butt is in the sack. And then there are X crosses that go over the dog's back to hold him in place. And then you have the backpack straps in the front. So I think Walter might like that more because he does tend to get hot. Mm-hmm. So that would leave more open air. True. The other one, they have another one that Pretty c- the sides are mesh. Yeah. So that there is more air, but not as much as that. Anyway, I'm still debating the two of them and which one and is it right. But that would be a lot easier thing for me to carry until he needed it. Right. Or if there's something else out there and our listeners want to send an email. So I'm asking for your advice and hopefully, you know, if you've tried them, let me know what you think about them. Or if you know of a different kind of carrier. Mm -hmm. Um, I even look for the ones for a bicycle and stuff, but he's really a little bit big for that. You know, they say up to about 24 pounds. And eh. Walter's a yeah, 25-pound cockapoo. Yeah, he vacillates between 24 and 26. But yeah. anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. so something I can carry him with. He doesn't feel too constricted and uh, easier to tote around when he doesn't need it. So if anybody has anything, just drop me a line. I will be forever, or at least, you know, in dog years, a couple of decades. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and on that note, I hope we gave you some ideas. Like I said, these were things that we liked or looked intriguing or had great reviews online. We have not tested them all, but they were interesting enough that they caught our attention. So I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas, and tune back in. We'll be here next year, too. Bye-bye. 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 Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>